If you have food sensitivities or allergies, you've been most likely given many protocols by many practitioners. While these protocols have good intentions to help you, because that is all these practitioners know, I really see them as a life sentence to living in a cage. They are traps. You know the ones. You need to take these supplements or medication to keep the inflammation down, avoid these foods, and drink as much broth and kombucha that you can. By the way, you'll never be able to eat dairy, wheat, white flour, sugar, eggs, soy, or nightshades again in your life. Oh, and did your mom have food allergies too? Then it must be genetic, so there's nothing we can do. Sounds like a protocol I'm excited to do. These protocols are traps. They not only keep you in the cycle of avoidance, but most of all, they keep you stuck in bad thinking patterns, patterns that keep you from healing. In today's episode, I will be debunking the typical protocols for healing food sensitivities and allergies so you can finally get out of the trap. Are you ready to stop the overwhelm and frustration and instead simplify your healing? I'm your host, Jenny Peterson, a chronic illness coach who helps those with chronic symptoms identify and release the unconscious patterns that are blocking their healing. That's right, I take out all the fluff, the supplements, the diets, the detoxes, and teach you how to heal just using your mind. I never said that it's easy, but it can be simple. If you're serious about getting back your life and health, it's time to put focus on the one area that will help you get there, your own mind. Just a disclaimer, I am not a doctor. I am a coach that is training in GHK and GNM. I have worked with hundreds of clients successfully using this biological approach to healing. Take the information that I am sharing as you will and to your doctor if necessary. Now, this is part two of the allergies and sensitivity series. So if you haven't listened to part one, I suggest that you do that first. So this information makes more sense. That is episode number 22. So when you discover you have food allergies or sensitivities, you will most often be told by your doctor that there is no cure. It can only be managed by avoidance or treatment of symptoms. From this perspective, the only options available are A, stop eating what has caused the reaction, and B, take antihistamines to control it. So let's look at option A, avoiding the food that causes the reaction. So let's say you know that dairy and corn cause a particular reaction in your body. You say, well, that's not so bad. I can avoid those foods and just substitute if needed. Now, avoiding those foods is not actually fixing the problem. It's avoiding the subconscious tracks that are connected to those foods. It's simply a band-aid. But this suggestion leaves you limited and will set your mind up for always being in a heightened state when you're outside your home where you don't have as much control of your food. Rather than casually going out to eat with your friend, the first question on your mind when you want to order is, Is there any dairy or corn in that dish? You are really never able to relax around eating. The host is making special dishes just so you can eat, or you bring your own food, which opens the door for Uncle Joe, who has a few things to say about your different food. All of a sudden, a few foods that seem like they were so easy to avoid feel so stressful and limited. Let's look at option B, antihistamines. When your body has a histamine response, it is the natural healing phase that is taking place. Constant interruption of this phase results in symptoms never going away. As long as you are on antihistamines, you are trapped. Your body cannot fully complete the healing phase. I have had many people start the MBR program on antihistamines and after resolving the subconscious patterns connected to their symptoms, they don't have a need to be on them anymore. It's not about stopping the healing phase. It's about allowing it to fully complete. 
So after you don't get answers from these two options, people often are led to the holistic world to help with food allergies or sensitivities. Now, as you may or may not know, this is a field that I'm all too familiar with. Prior to being sick, this was my career. I know the holistic protocols when it comes to food allergies and sensitivities. Boost the immune system and the health of the gut. Get rid of all the bad foods and ingredients. You are sat down to learn the ins and outs of foods that increase inflammation within the body, weaken the immune system, and lead to digestive issues. This includes packaged foods that contain GMOs, corn, soy, and canola oil. Then it also includes sugar, which also may include fruit, artificial flavorings and colors, and gluten. And just to be safe, let's take out the foods that have a tendency to cause allergic reactions. Cow's milk, eggs, wheat, soy, tree nuts, and shellfish. So now that we talked about all that you can't eat, let's discuss what you can eat. Greeny leaf vegetables, fermented foods like sauerkraut, bone broth, coconut milk, almond butter, seeds, gluten-free flours, and grains. Oh my goodness, you thought you were limited before. Then just for a side note, let's talk about the damage that the inflammatory response can do in your body from these allergies and sensitivities. You might end up with chronic pain, arthritis, asthma, nutritional deficiencies, mood disorders, skin conditions, autoimmune disorders, learning disabilities, insomnia, weight gain, migraines, and possible kidney and gallbladder problems. Wow, this is definitely feeling a little overwhelming, isn't it? I know, it's because it's the first day. You will have this all down pat in a matter of a week. Got any questions? Welcome to another trap. I have been here and done that. I not only was doing it because it was all I knew, because I went to go see other holistic practitioners, that way of thinking was amplified. I was starving all the time and spending so much money on food, bringing my own food to family gatherings, searching for gluten-free restaurants, and was constantly looking for new recipes that I could eat. It was exhausting. On top of the food restrictions, then there were all the supplements to go with it, like your digestive enzymes, probiotics, MSM, L-glutamine, There's much more. It's very common, though, for people to get even worse symptoms or even more food sensitivities or allergies after they see someone that recommends all of this. It's not surprising because you're never able to relax around food. You are in constant heightened state, and your brain interprets that food is the tiger. So it's going to start creating more protective responses. Now, your fears around food and beliefs about them are instantly shifted after going through something like this. But it doesn't stop here, because with all these new beliefs and fear around food, your world gets even smaller. Your mind will start to spiral into bad thinking patterns, like when you have a symptom, you will have a tendency to look at what you ate, always blaming food for your problems, thinking that you'll never eat normal again, believing that your immune system is weak, putting you at risk for other sickness. You can't eat foods that you don't prepare. You think you must only eat organic, and you'll never have a social life again. You can't travel, and you're believing that food on some level isn't safe, and that it's the bad guy. Thinking you'll never heal because you need to eat, and you're going to starve to death or just keep getting sicker. These are the mindsets that follow these protocols. This one symptom or problem has led to a much bigger problem physically and mentally. Which leads me to talk about the kinds of biological conflicts that come from these approaches. Again, this is all dependent on your perception, but these are the most common that I see. 
a starvation conflict due to the lack of food, being put on a strict diet, not being allowed to eat your favorite food. This can lead to chronic digestive or liver problems. A starvation conflict has a tendency to be in this area of the body. Then there is the fear conflict, which is connected to all the fear around the food. The fear of eating it, the fear of the symptoms that come with it, you name it, fear is going to be connected to it. And then there's the conflict that is called the powerlessness conflict, which is connected to feeling powerless and feeling like your hands are tied. This is how a lot of people end up feeling when they're on these restricted diets and they're not able to truly enjoy their life or go out and being social. They feel powerless. So between that fear conflict and the powerless conflict, this can present uh, anxiety. It can present thyroid issues. It can also present panic attacks. These conflicts of fear and powerlessness are going to come based off of a person's perception around these type of protocols. And then also there is indigestible anger conflict, which is connected to feeling angry about your situation, which is also connected to digestive issues. And lastly, there is the self-devaluation conflict, which is expressed by being mad at your body, feeling like it's failing you, which is then connected to muscle, joint, and lymph issues. As you can see, your perception around this limited way of eating is ultimately causing more problems, which is why it's common for people to get more symptoms when using this approach. Can you see how it leaves you trapped? There is an easier way that doesn't involve all of this. By identifying and resolving the biological conflicts that are connected to your symptoms, you can easily be free from this trap in a relatively short period of time, like less than six months, sometimes in a matter of a few days. Now, every person is different. Your conflicts are specific to you, which is why there isn't a standard protocol for this. But there are specific areas that need to be looked at, which include your fears, beliefs, and past experiences. Once we identify all of these, we can resolve them and your body can finally no longer look at food as being a threat, which means you can go back to living free, free to go out to restaurants and no longer ask the ingredients, go to family gatherings and eat the birthday cake, and, you know, even hit up a fast food joint if you want. You don't have to live your life in a cage, feeling trapped anymore by these protocols for food allergies and sensitivities. There is a solution. And I hope that this episode has given you hope and also a little fire in your butt to take back your life and health outside of these restrictions that you've been given because there is a solution that works. And if you're ready to be free of food sensitivities that are limiting your life, I invite you to apply for the MBR coaching program, a coaching program I designed that teaches those with chronic conditions how to heal their body using their mind. This step-by-step -step program teaches you how to identify and rewire the old subconscious patterns connected to your symptoms so your body can finally complete the healing phase. You learn why your body is doing what it's doing and how to trust it rather than fear it. If you're ready to dive into the patterns that are wrecking havoc on your life and health, apply for the MBR program today. The link is going to be in the show notes. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time.